0: Love Talk Radio. Again, this is Colin Watson coming to you live from once again beautiful Hermosa Beach, California, and I wanted to welcome you to the call. And we're going to be covering a couple different topics today. Um, You know, last few few weeks we covered you know all of ACG basics, basically from you know the phase one, you know the loading phase to phase two, the low very low calorie phase, phase three. Basically, the stabilization phase and uh, for reintroducing yourself to normal foods. Um, so basically, all the tools that you need to actually complete the diet are there. And if you don't know, that, you can go to the Blogspot, um, Blog Talk Radio homepage, at my my page there, at the ATD Diet Coach, and you actually can download that, um, do a one-click download to iTunes and actually have it on your iPod if you want to keep it with you and just kind of review it and make it easier versus being on your computer but today, we're going to talk, I want to talk, um, cover a couple topics today, um, and, and it's basically about getting on your path when it comes to this diet and staying on your path. You know, I talked to a lot of people throughout the week. I talked to a lot of people who are getting excited because they're starting. I, I talked to a lot of people that are in the process of doing the diet, and some are struggling, some are succeeding very well. And I want to talk about the differences between the two and what, what may be causing that and how we can try and, and, and uh, at least give you some insight um, so we can keep you on your path. And, and basically, you know, not only is it just mindset, but it's also having realistic, realistic expectations and also, you know, being able to elicit the support you need. And, and what I'm going to be talking about today is I had a couple of powerful emails from a couple of ladies talking about their, their journey with the diet and, and, and their distractions they had with their family members and the lack of support they felt they had and basically kind of um, forced them all to give up, really, on the, on the protocol and on themselves, really. So I really thought that that's equally as important as knowing the diet. The diet's been laid out. The protocol's been laid out for you. It's in it's in Simeon's you know manuscript. It's in Kevin Trudeau's book. Um, hopefully, I've given you some tips on how to make that a little bit easier. But it still seems that really the the culprit that uh, ends up um, derailing people is not the diet. It's not the it's not the protocol itself. It's actually what's going on inside of them and what's, what, um, what, it, what this protocol brings up. And you start to get your triggers. You start to realize what, you know, what um, uh, emotional feelings you tie to food and, and other things. And so it's really, really important, I think, to recover that. So with that said, one of the main topics is that you basically can never get enough of what you don't want. And, and that's kind of really a powerful statement when you think about it. Bottom line is that we, 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 we're almost trained to start focusing on all the things we don't want. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to gain any weight. I don't want you know eat the wrong things. And, and really what happens is whenever you focus on all the things you don't want, you get more of that. I mean, I don't know if you understand or actually believe in the subconscious mind and how powerful that is, but basically every time you put not or don't in front of something, the only thing our subconscious mind hears is the very end of that sentence. So basically, I don't want to get fat, and all I hear is all I hears is get fat. Don't want to overeat, all I hear is overeat. And and we wonder we wonder why we constantly are going against what we think consciously that we that we really want to do. And there's a reason for that because words have meaning, and where we put our focus has meaning. So I want to talk a little bit about focusing on not so much what we don't want, but start focusing on what we do want. And 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 maybe that mindset, or even just um, being conscious of that and being present of that. Can help get through some of these difficult times that come up. Because really, if you think about the diet protocol itself, hunger is not an issue. It's not supposed to be an issue. With me. It was never an issue with me, uh, never an issue with my family members, and with a lot of people. They say, I'm not hungry, I feel great, you know, um, but I'm thinking about this or I'm craving that. And really, so it's not a physical hunger that's going on. It's more of an emotional thing that's going on. And if we're not aware of what's going on with us emotionally and and know what our triggers are and know how to deal with them, at at least deal with them honestly on an honest level, they're very powerful, and they can basically take us off our course. And like I said, I mean, if being addicted to food or any particular food or uh, eating or using eating as a way of, of soothing our comfort or uh, soothing our pain or, you know, uh, soothing our egos, whatever the case may be, it's just as powerful as any drug on the planet. And, you know, we, you know, obviously there's, you know, a drug problem can create havoc in your life, and so can an overeating problem. And I think really it's not about the aesthetics as much as it is about, the inner self, about about being healthy and um, being able to to live through this. So I want to talk about this briefly, and then I'm going to open it up for questions and answers. And last week, he opened up for questions and answers, and really nobody, only a few people that stepped up and had some questions. Um, so if that's the case, I also have some questions that I got from uh, some readers. So basically, um, how to stay focused. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Linda's story was simply this. She emailed me and said, you know, I've been on the diet for 12, 13 days. I've lost... You know ten pounds, but I find myself cheating all the time. My husband can eat whatever he wants and eats whatever he wants. My daughter comes over, she eats whatever she wants, and I have to make my you know snacks for my kids and I, and I end up eating their snacks and My first reaction was okay my ego the ego part of me was in judgment and went well, you're not really serious about losing weight i mean you all these excuses have to do nothing to do with you." And then I thought to myself, okay, look, this is someone that actually really wants to do this and, and is finding a struggle because of the surroundings she's in. And when, we, when I thought about it, I read a little bit more of her email and thought about it, and I realized that, that I'd been in that same position. i have been in the same position with wanting to lose weight and using different diets. And my, when my wife saw me deviating from the diet or cheating, she got really upset. And I was like, why are you getting upset? It's my body. And she got upset because of that. She goes, I see what you go through. I see how you talk to yourself. I see how you look at yourself in the mirror. And then when I see you deviating from it, I realize you're not going to reach your goal, and you're going to be disappointed, and that hurts me. And what I realize is that people around you that are used to you doing a certain thing, and they're basically used to you saying you're going to start something, and then you fail or you quit, they get wrapped up in your success and your failures, failure. So what happens is when the next time they come around and you have another diet you want to do, um, they go, okay, yeah, whatever. And, and they don't really buy into your reality because you, and many times you haven't bought into that reality. So what I explained to her is that technically that Linda was a leader in her family, that basically all they were doing is waiting for her to lead. And what that looked like was different, have, having different words. Instead of saying, I'm going to try and do this diet again and see if this one works, because none of them other worked, work, was to declare that this is what I'm doing and making it happen. And once they realized that she was serious and she was going to make that step forward to complete the diet, usually it takes only a week for people to see you serious and following it and preparing your food and, and, and losing the weight and being happy about it. They realized, wait a minute, she's actually very serious, and I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. So... Once you realize that, hey, I am the leader of the family. All I got to do is step up and, and do this for myself. This is all about me. It's not about my husband. It's not about my daughter. It's not about my kids. This is about me and moving and moving forward in that direction. She would get a different response. Well, I waited for I said four or five days. She emailed me back. Of uh, course, took a couple took a couple of days. She didn't get the response right away. She didn't read it, and then um, she read it and realized that you know what, that was one of the biggest problems. The point is that her family members when she talked to them and shared that she really was serious about doing this protocol and she needed their help, they basically said exactly what I thought. They said, well, we didn't really think you were serious. And we just figured that, you know what, until you were serious, we didn't want to jump on the bandwagon with you. So sometimes when you don't get the response or the support that you're looking for from family members and friends, it's not because they don't want to see you healthy or see you lose weight. A lot of times they care so much about you that they don't want to get caught up in your disappointment uh, if you're not going to follow through. So, you know, I always say that this is not a diet that basically needs willpower. You just need to be willing. I mean, just simply willing to follow the steps that's laid out in front of you and believe that it's possible. You know, people have this thing, well, I'll believe it when I see it. And really, that's not how the universe works. The universe works when you believe it. When you believe it, then you'll see it. And it makes a lot of sense because when I started the diet, I basically, I was skeptical. I didn't believe that anything really out there was going to work as well as it did. 1 or 2 pounds a day seemed really ridiculous because I looked and said, okay, in 30 pounds, I can lose 30 days I can lose 30 pounds or 60 pounds. It doesn't make sense. I was taught that you shouldn't lose more than 2 pounds a week on a healthy diet. But the point was I was still very motivated and very eager to reach that goal. And so when I declared that I was going to do it and I actually For me, I went to a doctor, my wife and I went to a clinic, and we got the blood test, and we paid, you know, basically about $1,000 a piece for us to do this protocol. I was obviously spent my money, got my ECG, I was very serious about it, and obviously I just spent a lot of money, so I was going to follow through with it. Now, within the first few days, when I saw the scale dramatically drop, I think I dropped like five, six pounds out of my load days, and then I dropped two pounds a day for the first week, I became a believer. But then my focus did not come on being, it wasn't on being fat anymore or not worrying about being fat. It was about, I'm going to make it to the end and what, and what results can I get? What am I going to look like at the end? And that was exciting, exciting for me. I actually remember every night I went to bed going, sleep was a waste of time because I wanted to get up the next morning and see where I was on the scale. And that scale became very addicting. Now, the scale can also be the things that throw people off because there's a few things that I've seen to throw people off. Outside influences, which we talked about, which is basically us owning our space and saying this is what I'm doing, and, and I, either you can be with me or support me or not, but I'm moving forward. But also comparing yourself to someone else's results who you're either dieting with or you're in touch with or listening. If you're in the forums and you hear people have you know, record numbers and you see I lost three pounds yesterday and two pounds a day – you don 't know what they physically look like, and the larger the person is, the more weight they're going to lose, especially in the in the you know, in the first three weeks So when you try to compare yourself to other people, you end up realize, thinking that you're not losing as fast or losing as much and what happens is that you get discouraged now if you 're losing a half a pound a day to a, or a pound a day, but think about it, a half a pound a day on on an average of a seven day week that'd be what three and a half four pounds in a week, which is way above the the national average from the dieters you know so Literally in that same in that same realm, you would you would lose 20 pounds in, in a 30-day in period. That's faster than any diet on the planet. Now, if you take that to one pound a day, or one and a half pound a day, or two pounds a day, you literally could change who you change your entire uh, uh, external look and internal just in a very short period of time. But when someone starts going, "Well, I only lost a pound today," I only, and I only lost 10 pounds in the last seven days, or 10 pounds in the last 10 days, and I go, "What do you mean only?" That's an unrealistic expectation. So, you know, stay focused and then get back to the scale. When you, when you get on the scale and every day you're, especially out of the gate, you're going to be losing two pounds, a pound, and maybe five pounds the first day after the load and two pounds and two pounds and one pound. And the scales going to eventually level off to, a, to a, you know, a half a pound maybe a day or you may even plateau. And all of a sudden that seems to be the end of the world. I try to tell people, uh, you know, on every broadcast, that you know what plateau is going to happen. It's a part of the diet process. It's your body resisting all of the, uh, the you know, the, the weight set point that you've set and had in your body for a very long time. And it's going to take it's going to take you sticking with it and forcing you to break through that floor. And once you break through that floor, it's it's on. It's you're you're, you're going to be perfectly fine. But that se- that seems like that feeling of resistance, that floor resistance, seems to get people in the, in the mindset, well, I'll just, I'll just go cheat. And I, and I don't understand it because I, I just didn't have that mindset, but I realized that discouragement can also send people in the wrong direction. But staying you know, staying focused and knowing why you're doing this and, and why you want it is hugely important. And I th- And I talked about that in my very first broadcast, knowing your big why. But what I want to talk about today is also knowing that there are things that are going to come up. Your emotions are going to be the obstacles that you're going to be dealing with. You're going to be dealing with your emotional triggers, boredom, excitement, anger, hurt, frustration. You get in a fight with your girlfriend or your wife or your husband, and all of a sudden you want to go self-destruct and eat something. It really doesn't make a lot of sense, but we do it all the time. I'm I'm guilty of that myself. I'm angry with someone else. I'm going to go do something to myself versus eat something that's not going to benefit me to somehow feel better, And, and, and that's some of us. Go to food to do that, and if you're aware of the the emotions that you're going to be experiencing, and if you, some maybe some, I'm hoping if I pre warn you that you're going to go through some of these roller coaster emotions, that maybe it'll help you go, ha ha, you know what. This is what's going on. I'm actually bored right now, or I'm, I'm mad with Johnny, or and and I want to eat, but that's not an option for me because my goal is that I want to have a better health. I want to feel better. I want to look better, and those are the results so, you'll yeah, get. You know, I take my blood pressure probably every other day. For somebody who was had a high blood pressure since I was 21 years old, um, yeah, I'm used to taking my blood pressure and seeing how my emotions and my blood pressure, because if you get it out of control for too long, it can really damage your arteries. And I get a kick out taking my blood pressure because last night I took my blood pressure, and my blood pressure was 117 over 67. And I looked at it, and I laughed, and I go, I mean, that's like ridiculously low, for, for especially for me. I mean, that's below normal, or actually normal below normal. But, I mean, when I see numbers like that, it just reminds me that the choices that I've made the day before or that day – are the best choices for my health and I, that makes me feel proud of that I'm living in integrity with myself and so there's a lot of rewards that come out of finishing this protocol actually completing it means you actually did something you said you were going to do which is huge for your self-esteem not only will you get physical results by reshaping your body and lowering your weight and getting into clothes that you wanted to get into not only will you get Public accolades from people, strangers and friends and family that tell you how terrific you look and how proud they are that you were able to stick to something that you may not have been able to stick to before, but the health benefits of losing the weight and getting getting into your perfect health is what's hugely is really the biggest reward you can get. I mean, I've, I've, you know, if you've been on my listen to my show before, you know that my 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 immediate family are all deceased, except my brothers and sisters, my parents, my grandparents are all deceased, either heart disease or diabetes related illnesses and my father didn't get to see my youngest son, didn't get to see my youngest daughter, Um, he just saw my oldest daughter, actually saw my my youngest and oldest daughter, my mother didn't get to see my youngest daughter and my youngest son, Uh, my son plays baseball, I get to watch him play baseball, he's an amazing baseball player, he's fast as lightning, and I just know my dad would be amazed at, to just to watch him play, but he wasn't, able to, he wasn't able to curb his eating habits enough to basically ward off the diabetes. And even though he saw his father and mother die from it, he wasn't able to make that shift. And that to me is a shame that he wasn't able to make that shift because he's no longer around to see his beautiful grandchildren. Now I have children. They're now, you know, in their 20s, and they're going to be moving on and, and having children of their own and living their lives. And I want to be that guy. I want to be there to take my daughters down the aisle. And I know that I have done everything I can at this at this stage of my age, age of my age to basically reverse some of the damage that I caused to myself as a younger younger man, but also taking control of my health and my weight. And this is the only protocol that I've ever done that actually will work 100% of the time if you simply follow it and you simply believe in yourself and believe in the ability. If you believe it, you'll experience it. And I know it's kind of difficult. I get a lot of people say I've been looking, reading, reading your, your blog and reading your emails for weeks and months, and I'm thinking about doing this diet, and I'm thinking, well, what are you thinking about? I think maybe we maybe we it got too inexpensive. Maybe because of the fact that I had to drive down, you know, 50 miles to a doctor and pay him $1,000 a piece for myself and my wife put the value on on being able to do this protocol and complete it. Maybe cuz now you can do it for $150 and $200 depending on how long you're going to do the protocol for that it's too easy just to pass up. I don't know. I mean, I do this because my goal is simple: if I can affect 10,000 lives a year and help people reshape their bodies and improve their health, and I'm not doing that all by myself. See, if I help you do it, then the only the only th- thing the only thing that I ask you to do is just pay it forward and help somebody else do it. And so, I guess all I have to do is really help what 100 people, maybe 200 people in a 12-month period, which I've already talked to three times that or four times that, but. And then they'll in turn be at least five people that come to them and say, you look fantastic, how'd you do it? And you're going to be more than eager to share your journey with this protocol and how you were able to do it in such a short period of time. I think that, that t- committing 26 days or 43 days, and I'll tell you, I would say go for 26 days because once you get the 26 days and you see the results, if you have more weight to, to lose, the other, the other you know, two weeks is not going to be a big deal because a lot changes in a, in a 26 day period. I mean it's you're amazed on how many inches drop off your waist and your thighs and your hips and and I can't you know I really I mean I am such a major advocate of <laughs> you know but I, and I just it's one of those things where you know like I said if you found the cure for cancer you wouldn't want to see anybody suffer with cancer. You know I walk down the street. I live here by the beach and I run every day on on the on the strand we call it here. And we got a lot of people from all over the world that come down to Hermosa Beach, and they stay in their rent houses. And you see people from all shapes and sizes, and they're walking. And some people are heavy, and they're they're walking really, you know, it's very difficult for them to walk up and down the street. And I want to, I don't know what to say, because I I want to say, hey, I can help you. But I don't want to. I don't want to impose my judgment onto somebody because they may not feel like they need help. There's some people that that are perfectly happy with who they are and how they are, and and I would just say at least I want to help you improve your health because I know that carrying around extra 50 or 100 pounds is not good for your heart, not good for your 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 vital organs. But I. So I figured that through this venue, if I can just touch enough people and help enough people and you guys can pay it forward, they will reach the goal of 10,000, and 10,000 will become 100,000, and 100,000 will become a million people. Because guess what? The, the weight loss industry is a huge, one of the hugest industries on the planet. You can, You have every product under the sun being sold. This particular product, because it's a natural hormone and it can't be – packaged by the FDA is not being sold on the major media. It's not being packaged in a bottle, except for this homeopathic stuff that they're, they're packaging up. But, I mean, real ATG cannot just be thrown out there into the, into the marketplace and, and, and be capitalized on. So, really, no one's jumping up and down about it. But yet, this is supposed to be a weight loss cure. The point is that, guess what? You, it cures your obesity by helping you lose the weight, by you lose, getting rid of your abnormal fat, showing you eating habits that you can stick, that you can hold on to for the rest of your life if you choose to. It resets your hypothalamus gland. It means basically your weight set point is reset. That means you have to purposely go out of your way to constantly go out of your way to, to undo the, the, the great work you've done. And I think that's more difficult than how you got here. So we all got here unconsciously. We basically got sold a bill of goods. We look at the TV. It says Rice Krispies. We order Rice Krispies. The kids want Rice Krispies. We eat Rice Krispies of sugar. Everything you read on the box has got sugar, sugar, sugar. And we just go through life numb, and I'm guilty of it. And we just end up looking down one day and go, where did the 50, 60 pounds come from or 100 pounds come from? And then once you get there, you start being down on yourself and telling yourself exactly what we started the conversation with, all the things you don't want, and guess what? Everything you don't want keeps materializing in front of you in bigger and bigger and bigger um, numbers. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had the time of the blank stare looking in the cabinet going, what can I eat, and I'm grabbing a handful of nuts or a handful of cheese its or a handful of chips or a handful of something and just eating it because I'm bored and I'm shoveling this stuff in my, in, in my gut, and then I'm looking in the mirror going, I hate the way I look. And go. Well, why can't I stop? It's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Why am I eating this crap when I feel like crap? Well, guess what? It's a, it's like feeling like a, a you know a hamster on a wheel. And this is an opportunity to get off the hamster wheel, and actually change your life. But you cannot change your life without participating in it. And bottom line participating is you can overanalyze. And I said there there are people that analyze everything now. I looked at the protocol. I listened to the infomercial. I went, okay, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, I read, and, you know, I read about it. I, you know, I got all the research I could possibly get. But I'm not a person to overanalyze something. If it makes sense to me, I do it. Now, there's some people that overanalyze it because they're trying to find a reason to that it won't work for them. Well, you know, it's uh, I can't put a foreign hormone in my body, but you'll put. Medication in your body that's foreign, that you have no clue about, that you have, gives you side effects up the wazoo, but you'll do it. You know, it's kind of when I said believe it. If you believe it, you'll see it. Think of this. How many times have you gone to a doctor for an ailment? You have a rash, you have a sore throat, you have something going on with your sore knee, what have you, high blood pressure. Doctor says, Here, I'm writing you this prescription. Take one of these a day for the next 30 days. Come back and tell me how you feel. You should feel perfectly fine. The rash will be gone in 7 to 10 days. Make sure you take all of them or your sore throat will be gone. And you walk out of there with a the prescription. You go to the pharmacy. You fill it. You pop the pill. And you have 100% belief that he just told you that it's going to be cured. You're going to be cured within a week's period of time. You think that's a coincidence? You, that you, that's you believing in something before it materializes just because of an authority. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a guy that did the diet and did really well at it, and then help someone else do the diet. They did very well, and I decided I was going to continue to keep doing that until I reached as many people that I want to reach. So I don't have a doctor's degree, but I can tell you unequivocally that this protocol works 100% of the time. I'm not selling anything. I'm just saying, look, you know what? If you don't believe me, try it, because that's the, the, the worst thing you can get is that it doesn't work for you, which is impossible. So really what you're going to get, the worst you're going to get is you're going to be down 26 pounds. You're going to feel better. You're going to be able to walk or run without pain. Your blood pressure is going to drop. Your diabetes may halt, like mine did, so you don't have to deal with that before it goes too far where you can't bring it back anymore, and you can make changes. So basically, um, you know, like I said, you don't need power to succeed with this HCG diet. All you need to be is willing, and the diet is, going, the diet is not an external solution. It's an internal solution. Bottom line is you're given tools. And you're basically saying, this is what you put in your body, this is what you eat, this is for how long, this is what you don't eat, and in 26 days, these are the results you should have. Or in 43 days, you should have these results. They should range between here and here. So it should range between one-half pound to two pounds a day. So if you are a devil's advocate, take the worst-case numbers of one-half pound a day for the next 30 days, and that's, like 15 pounds, or the next 40 days, and that's 20 pounds. And if you're someone that has 20 pounds of fat, so we're not talking about, much, we're talking about pure fat from every inch of your body, so it comes off evenly, that you don't think you would look and feel better 20 pounds lighter, then don't do the diet. Don't do the protocol. If you feel that 20 pounds would change the way you feel about yourself or the way you feel physically, and you end up getting 40, then that's a plus. But absolutely the only time I've ever seen a diet fail is when the person failed themselves. When they gave into their cravings and they went out and had a binge and just ate everything out of the planet and then beat themselves up and did the same negative story they told themselves over and over again and they're getting it back on the hamster wheel. Or basically, they, you know, fell into the peer pressure or the lack of support and took, and took the focus off themselves and put the excuse and the blame on someone else. Just know whenever you're pointing your finger at someone else, there's three pointing back at you. So you've always got to start with yourself and believe that's what's going on. Let's see if we have time. I just got 33 minutes. Okay. So I covered basically how to stay focused and, and, and get some family support, you know, getting on your path and staying on your path. Uh, when you believe it, you'll see it. Um, and the fact that you have to be willing to do this. And that's pretty much the topics I wanted to talk about. I had, you know, I had another another uh, story that Lisa, who basically had the same problem, that she did the diet with a couple of different people, and and um, everyone was having different numbers. But you know, two or three of the people were having a lot bigger numbers than she was experiencing. So somehow, at first she thought she was doing it wrong, and then she just thought well, it wasn't working for her. And all of a sudden, her mind. You could could watch it day in and day out, started to just literally have a story going on about it's not working, so I'm really craving this, and I really just need some chocolate. I really just need, and it's a self-fulfilled prophecy. And really the only difference between, you know, subject one, two, and three is that they they all loaded, um, did their load days the correct way. And basically ate a lot of high-fat foods and ate to the point where they basically were just almost sick to their stomach. And because she had a function to go to uh, a family function and got caught up helping, she didn't eat that next day. She ended up losing weight the day, of, the next day after a load day. It didn't follow through. That didn't try to load the second day. I don't know how you try to load. It's like the, it's a license to eat anything and everything on the other planet. But people have a hard time um, choosing what to eat, I guess. But by, coming, by basically starting the program in the wrong fashion, it basically controlled the results from that point on. So when people were 10 days and you know, 12, 13 pounds down or 14 pounds down and she was 10, 12 days and 5 or 6 pounds, she found herself basically having a you know, binge day where she ate everything out of the sun and she felt like crap and decided she was going to still continue to go back on the diet, which I totally commended her for doing that because a lot of people quit at that point in time went on, but that whole process just started eating away at her, eating away at her, and finally, with the, you know, basically with five days left to go, she threw in the towel and basically said, I'm done. And it's disappointing because of the fact that, you know what, even if she had just finished out those five days and had a total of 10 pounds of loss, that's still 10 pounds um, of fat, and, you could, and that would have still changed your body. I'm sure the clothes were fitting were fitting loose. But there's something that comes when you when you give up on yourself. And it's just a part of you just doesn't feel right about it. And I think that's the biggest that's the biggest uh, or the saddest part of the whole thing. It's not that okay you didn't finish you didn't lose all the weight. It's that you know what, you started something and it wasn't because it failed you, it's because you you chose to fail it. And I think that's what's really important. The accomplishment that comes from Actually following through and being and I say being integrity with yourself you know it's, it's a big it's it's a, it's a bigger deal to I believe for you to be in integrity with yourself than worry about having integrity with other, other people because I think they come they follow suit, and I think that really when you tell you you promise yourself something that you're going to do something to correct the situation, and I always say that you know what I had to forgive myself for where i brought my body and say okay I, I made these choices now i'm today i'm making a different choice to make, to change it. And, and hope, hopefully in a few weeks we'll be happy about that, and that was the case. You know, it's like whatever you whatever you say you're going to start something tomorrow, do something tomorrow, it has no validity, it has no power. Because really, change starts today. It doesn't start tomorrow. Now you may not be able to get your hands on the product tomorrow. You may not be able to, you know, make your your new meal tomorrow. But today, this when you make it, the shift to make the decision, they say, you know what, or the, I say the choice to decide is like you eliminate all the options and you take the last resort. So let's say when you choose to make that shift to say, I'm going to make the steps to eat healthier. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to get into this particular clothes, or I'm going to just to feel better. And you make that choice, a great deal of power comes with that choice. So I just wanted to touch on that today because it doesn't seem like the diets really the problem with people. It's, it's basically the emotional obstacles that come up along the way, and some of them come up very, very quickly, and some of them come up late, which is almost more dangerous because you're flying along, and you're losing weight, and you're on top of the world, and all of a sudden something hits you, blindsides you, and it literally just throws you off your axis. So at least if you know in the back of your mind that there's a, there's a few things that are definitely going to happen on this protocol you're definitely going to lose weight quickly probably faster than anything you've ever done before you're definitely going to come to a screeching halt but it's a temporary halt and all you have to do is work your way through it and there's tips and, and tricks on how to do that and once you get through that process just go to the finish line your goal is to get to your end result at all cost. you will love yourself for it you'll feel better for it and you'll be happier for it so with that said i want to end today's at least conversation, and we'll see if there's any questions here, with a quote from Deepak Chopra that says, The reality you experience is a mirror image of your expectations. Deep October and that's pretty much right along the lines of what we just talked about expect success and you'll have success expect the weight to be gone and the weight will go expect to reshape your body and expect to have the abs or the tone belly or whatever it is there's nothing uh, trust me there's nothing far too far away from your reality and think about the reason why the show the biggest loser is so amazing to watch is because it's not because it's people who lose a ton of weight but at least for me is that there's a whole different Person in that person you see from the very beginning, and that you would not believe was possible that could come out. You would not believe that real teeny person came out of that 280 or 300 pound woman or man, and, you go, and they look completely different, and they're just Their face is different. You kind of go, that is not the same person. And all of a sudden, they're sexy and they're attractive. And and they were beautiful before. But guess what? Beauty is not so much. It's it's not external. It's internal. It's how you feel about yourself. And and sex appeal comes from, you're not not born with it. It's, It's something that exudes from you when you feel good about yourself. And what happens when you have those feelings, everything about you mirrors those feelings. And so what happens, if you have to drop a few pounds to feel sexy and to feel beautiful and feel handsome and wonderful, then we know we have an antidote to that. But just know you're beautiful the way you are. But, and I look more about, but if you're not as healthy as you want to be, or you're not as healthy as you can be, then take the steps just to improve your health. The rest will come. The rest is just a, a byproduct or, or a, a prize that you get for just taking care of that, that inner person that you want to be on the planet for a lot longer. You want to be here healthier. So with that said, the reality you experience is a mirror image of your expectations. So I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines. We have about 26 uh, minutes left. I believe you guys as callers get some instructions on how to put your hand up if you want to make it. I think it's either the pound sign or not, but I'm going to open up the lines. I hope you have some questions. If not, I'm going to read a couple of questions I got from uh, from last week about the last call and the phases, and if you don't say anything, then it will end with that. Okay? So I'm opening the lines up, so feel free to uh, ask questions. questions. Yeah. Yes, say your name and where you're calling from. Hello? You there? Oh, you're there? Oops, you don't want to do that. Uh, anybody there? Okay. I thought it was somebody said they wanted to have a, a question. No? Okay. Call it on air. Can no, you I'm hear me? Wait, no one. I can hear you, yes. Hi, Colin. Hi. Who's this? This is Donna in Virginia. Hey, Donna in Virginia. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, Good information. Everybody. Very good information. Um, one of the questions I, I had is when you are close to the end of the diet and you are coming across those challenges where your your those uh, little voices start messing with your head, do you happen to have any um, things you could recommend that you can get rid of those type of uh, things to keep you back on track, get you back on track? Well, my my tool is is that whenever I have conversations with myself, that, and I, usually the question is that whatever action I'm going to take, especially when it comes to food, is this actually going to get me closer or further away from my goal? And, and, and if the answer is obvious to me and it says, yes, it's going to get me further away from my goal, then it's basically, okay, well, really, what what is what is going on with me? You know, bottom line is that you're almost there, so what's going on with me? And usually when I ask my, you know, ask, usually the fact of just being present because usually I think that what happens when people derail or, or they make choices is literally because they're, they're unconscious they at, literally go unconscious and they do they go into habits that they're almost like automatic so you like the the, the theme of the call last week was about being present I think when you, whenever you are present whenever you are actually conscious of what's going on and making a conscious decision that decision becomes a lot more difficult to make and you know what I believe in making whatever decision you make make it honestly make it make it with you know, you know, chutzpah and say, Okay, you know what? I am making this choice. This is what I'm doing. These are gonna be the consequences of my choice and this is what I'm gonna to do to correct the problem. You know, it's like you know, I'm not gonna let sit there and point fingers at you and be the A C G Diet police and say because you you court, you uh ate you cheated or whatever, you know, that's like the you know, things happen. You make those choices, but the point, what the choice you make after you cheat is what's powerful. You get back on track and go, okay, I'm going to lose a few days here, weight loss, and ultimately, that's what what went on here and why did I make that choice, and now correct it and move on. And just just own it and respect it. You know, Doctor Simeon's talks about a section in his, in his book called "Liars and the Fools," and, he, and basically, he says there's a problem with people that that um that are uh, that basically. Go off the protocol, and they lie themselves about their reasons why, and they bring the focus on everybody else but themselves. And what happens is that's the danger zone. When you're not taking responsibility for the choices you're making, that means you're basically denying that, that you're denying that they happen, or you're not taking you by you not taking responsibility it means you open the, you leave the door open for you to repeat that behavior. And what that behavior will be will happen eventually. is That you will end up um, falling away from your goal. So I would say the the fact that if you if you if you can just get present whenever you're ma- making that decision. And usually it does, get, it does get that way when you get close. When you've had progress now, and you're, you're, you're at the point where you feel okay with yourself. So the extra 10 pounds really may not be that important. Actually succeeding and getting to the very end and dropping, because you've seen progress, and now the right. fear factor is, is out the window. You go, well, you know, I can afford it. Um, it's usually where people really mess up, but then what happens is, is that um, – the, the diet is not very forgiving. <laughs> and right. you, that, that decision literally, if you've lost, say, 15 pounds, you're two weeks into it and you decide to make that decision and you go off and eat a bunch of stuff. You know, you, because of the H T D in your system, you could literally gain six, seven, eight pounds overnight. And all of a sudden, you thought you were 15 pounds down and now you're two weeks into it and you're eight pounds down. All of a sudden, that's too far of a road for you to make up. All of a sudden, you go, well, now if I go another week or two weeks, I'm only going to be at 15 pounds, and so now it's not worth it. So that's why being present uh, is really important that you ask yourself, okay, th- these, are, these are the consequences of my action, and why am I really doing this? Because usually it's some kind of emotional thing going on. You're trying to, fee- trying to take the food out, take the food, basically, to, to, feel, you know, to fill another hole that's going on with you, and if you can just deal with that emotion... You're going to learn a lot about yourself. It's going to make you so much stronger when you realize. Guess what? I don't have to be a slave to this stuff. I don't have to be a slave to my impulses. I actually have control over myself and over my choices, which is hugely powerful. Once you get that, there's nothing stopping you on any part of your life. Actually, it's actually a you know it's a life lesson to be learned. But thanks for that question. Thank you. Anybody else with a question? Funny thing is, I see you there. Who's that? Hello? You're cutting in? Yeah, hi. Hi, this is Heather what? from Baltimore. How are hi, Heather Colin? from Baltimore. How are you doing? I want, I'm good. I wanted to say thank you so much. I really appreciate all the information and the effort that you're doing. So it's really helped a lot. It's um, my pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I am in my third day. I just started on okay. uh, earlier this week. And I had a question about. Um, we have this big event tomorrow at, at work, and I don't want. I'm trying to tell people, you know, I can't really eat anything. Everybody's supposed to be bringing stuff, and then they're gonna ask, like, you know, why aren't you eating? So how do you focus on, or how do you address that, or would you suggest? Um, you know, there's that's a really, really good question because that's a very difficult, um, difficult spot to be in. Uh, I know for my wife and I, we. You know, we avoided every uh, every event or function that we get, that we could because of just that whole thing. It's not the, it's not so much really temptation. It's just the explaining why you're doing and what you're doing, and then to get into the whole diet thing is very very challenging. If it's a work thing, you can't miss it. Then you really um, you can set you can basically lead. Like I said, we talked about the beginning of the call. Be a leader. Bottom line is, you don't have to go into details about you. Don't, I mean, you, you are you. You don't have to give anybody any information that they can ask a question that your answer is really your answer. But I would basically you know if you eat your food beforehand, the function so you're not you're not tempted by the by the food itself, um, and you. Just go and basically say, you know what, I've already eaten, and I really can't, you know, I'm on a really special diet for my health, and, and I, just, I, need to, I just need to stay focused right now, but really appreciate it, it looks great, but maybe next time. And if you have those that just badger and badger and badger say, you know what, really, I don't want to get into it, but it's thanks. And you just basically be as limiting as you can. Or you just make whatever choice you do make, don't beat yourself up over it. You know, family, I mean, family outings and work events are the number one reason why people step off the diet. Okay. Exactly. You're, problem, the, you're really you're really early in the stage. I mean, so realistically, you're on day three. I mean, you you could have been your third low day. And when is the when is the function? Tomorrow. The function is tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow morning, function and that's tomorrow. the problem. Cause like, should I eat my lunch before, or like it's at like eleven o'clock, and I usually eat, um, you know, a piece of fruit in the morning around ten, but. Um, right. I was wondering. Um, usually hunger is not someone. hunger. Shouldn't be the yeah. Usually yeah. hunger shouldn't be the issue. I mean, usually it's you know eleven, you know I'm, I'm good. Twelve one o'clock I get hungry. But if hunger is not the issue, if you're not driven by your hunger, and it's, it's just about um looking at all the good stuff and being tempted, it's going to be a tough call. And that's why you kind of have to have to uh, focus on the big why. Why are you doing this? Why is it important to you? Because I'm gonna tell you that if you go to that function, you actually walk away from it with staying on your diet. You're going to be so empowered that um, it will actually mean more to you than giving in. Um, there's just a certain disappointment that comes along with giving in that doesn't feel real good, but it, there's a great deal of empowerment that, that, that comes with saying, you know what, I, I can't do that right now. I, I, actually, I choose not to do that right now. The so choice is more powerful than the limitation that I can. I choose not to eat this right now. I'm on a great, great diet. i got a goal I want to reach. People get inspired by other people's goals. So if you want to share anything, say, look, I got a goal I want to meet by you know by the summertime, by the end of June or whatever. I want to be in a size four, and guess what? If that piece of cake ain't worth it to me. I would get inspired by somebody's response like that. Versus, I can't eat that because I'm on this horrible diet, and you know, because obviously that that means you're being you're being a victim. So I would either I would either look at it that you know what, I'm going to I'm going to stick to my gun. This is you know work function. I'm going to be there social what have you. I'll bring my dish, but I'm eating my eating my lunch either ahead of time. Um, if you're, if hunger is the issue and uh, and and go through it and you, when you come home by the end of the day you're going to be very proud of yourself. Right. And, and, and let me know if you don't. If you choose to make another choice, don't beat yourself up over it. You can just start over the next day. To go. I mean I'm going to I. See, your choice is your choice, but I want you to choose powerfully. Whatever you choose, choose powerfully, own it, respect yourself for it, and then move on. Well, I'm definitely going to take the first option. I'm going to stick to it. Perfect. And, you know, it's not the perfect... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was a perfect statement you said, too, because it wasn't... You didn't use the word try. Try. I'm going to stick to it, which to me is powerful. I think you just... Yeah, to say that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, go, well, all right, well thank you so much. I oh, appreciate right. that. Yeah. Actually email me, let me know how a Okay, I will. Okay. That's okay. I'll email you. I always, get, uh, tomorrow. I always get inspired by people that that, you know, pull things pull, pull these things off because I mean you do it, someone else is gonna you can inspire somebody else to do it. Just think about it. There's there, there's about a hundred hundred and something people on this call. And they may not be saying anything, but they're 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 all wondering what you're gonna do. So you tell me and I'll put it on my blog and tell me how you survived it. Bye. I right, definitely. I'll come either way. Okay? Okay. Now okay. you've got 100 people watching you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go Anybody else? Got feedback in the back. I don't know if that's someone else's um, speakerphone or what. Hold on a second. I'm going to mute one. Okay, that just went back. That's good. Okay. Anybody else with any questions? we got 15 minutes. All right. What I'm gonna do is that I actually had uh, did a survey uh, last week, a week before last, and a lot of you were really wonderful to send responses. And it was really about the overall protocol. Which in which phases did you have the most uh, questions or concerns or confusion? And ironically, which just blows me away, is that phase one, the gorge phase, I had. Um, this was um, blah, 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 blah. what was this? Rudy. Um, Rudy was saying, you know what, um sometimes I can't eat that much food and on, like he was talking about on phase one, he had uh two questions of the first two days, can't eat that much food and I don't really know which fattening foods I should eat. And I was like, Okay and I'm thinking that, you know, I look at it as a fantasy list. All the commercials that come on T V and you go, Oh, that looks good or I mean I literally literally thought of all the things that I love cinnamon cinnamon rolls, um donut cinnamon donut rolls. Um, I love pizza, I love ice cream. Everything that was on my love list was what I ate. I ate high fat, high carb uh foods. Nothing healthy and literally not the only thing healthy I had was water <laughs> for those first couple of days. And literally by the time I was done, I was like still I think we're finishing the pizza like at ten o'clock at night and I was so just done. We had, I think it was pizza and we were eating junior mints or something on top of that or peppermint patties or something like that. And I was just so Done with eating, uh, that I just had to go to bed. I said I gotta go to bed. I, I'm just sick. Now, granted, I, didn't, I wasn't like physically sick, but I was. I was just emotionally just sick of what I was putting in my in my stomach and in my body. Because I don't. No one really goes hog wild like that all day long for two days. But what I got from that was I was so ready emotionally and physically to start the diet and eat healthy that I embraced it and the food tasted wonderful to me, and it was like I didn't feel limited at all. So, you know, when it comes to the gorge phases, really it's about writing. If you have to write down, if you don't know what you're going to eat, if you have to write down all the things, foods you love that are readily available that you can have and you just indulge it. And there's a reason for it, people you basically have to um, gain before you can lose. You have to show your body where your fat reserves are, and basically by having A C G in your system and by eating these fatty foods that are going to be traveled and stored as fat, you're going to basically show HCG the path to where it needs to release your fat stores from. So it's like sending a signal um, to the HCG to where you store your fat so it can release it. It's, it's actually... Uh, when you don't do that, it literally has to to find it on its own, which is why people lose at lower numbers um, in the process. So that was the question that Rudy had about the gorge phases, and I just wanted to clear that up. We have still a few minutes left. Any questions so far from anybody while I get, before I go on to another question? Okay. Um, another question is, uh, let's see, not there yet. Let's see what another one was. Um I'm just pulling these up at random out of my email kind of folder for them, but of course it's moving slow. Okay. Oh bummer. Oh well, now I'll just open the whole file. Well, I guess I'll just leave it at that because I'm taking me too long to find uh, my survey questions again. All right. This is uh, Randy. What did Randy have to say? Do anything with that's okay. And same question about the loading phases, and it says phase two. Uh, if I decided one of my vegetables is a salad, can I put tomatoes and spinach along with another vegetable? Um, yes. And I and, and you know one of the I think one of the things people have a problem with sometimes because they have so many different sources of information about the HCG diet, and, and granted the Simeon protocol does say, you know what, you can't mix vegetables. Original protocol said that. Um, however, I'm, my goal is to make the diet easier for people. And when I found out, basically in the very beginning, I was doing exactly that. I had a three and a half ounce piece of whatever protein I had, and I had one vegetable, and I was going. This was going to be one hell of a long road with so little food. And I was like, it didn't make. Then I read. I was reading um, Kevin Trudeau's book again because I didn't have the Simeon protocol all the time. I had Kevin Trudeau's book. And then I saw another place where it says, do mix vegetables. I was like, well, that makes more sense to me. So I started making a cucumber and tomato and onion salad and mixed it together with the apple cider vinegar. My wife and I, we started mixing, you know, spinach and asparagus and and all this, and, and I was losing weight like a gangbuster. And, I, and, I, and it, made, it made a lot of sense to me that, guess how can you have a salad with one, with one vegetable? How, you know? So there's a, there's a chart. If you don't know, on the protocol page where it says ACG Diet Plans, there's a plan there by a... Weight loss clinic. Actually, the clinic that I ended up going, that I ended up getting information from, that the guy was doctor was really thorough about it. That basically he gave a diagram of exactly all 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 the proteins allowed on the on the diet protocol, and that not all protein are the same. So basically, basically, you know, three and a half ounces of chicken is not 150 calories. We basically do everything on 150 calories of protein, and then you pick up the the other. The other uh, calories from your vegetable and your fruit, so each each overall meal if it, if it consists of vegetable protein and a fruit would be about two hundred and fifty calories so but basically one hundred and fifty of those calories should be your protein because that 's what 's going to keep your muscle mass. Well, not all proteins equal not three and a half ounces of every protein equals one hundred and fifty calories so if you 're only eating three and a half uh, ounces of every protein you choose in essence you're not getting enough calories which means you're under the 500 calorie requirement which means you could actually be hungry or weak so guess what you know 65 years of a protocol that i think is genius and is the basics for success in this protocol but over 65 years Things have changed, and they basically need to be modified slightly in order to make it easier for us to complete the protocol. So what I'm doing is giving information that makes sense in today's like – I want you to succeed. I don't want you to starve. I don't want you to feel like you have limited food. I don't want you to give you any excuse not to reach your goal. So I would go back to my website. You can get there by F. Com, or you can get there at advanced 8 Com. ColinFWatson.com or Advanced8CGWeightLoss.com, which will take you right to the site, not the opt-in page. And if you look at the diet plans, look at the clinic plan and print that sucker out, because literally by you combining the right combination of food and vegetables, it just also gives you all the vegetables and what, how many ounces equal the right measurements. You actually, if it's like six ounces of asparagus equals your 35, grand, 35 calories that meets, meets, your, meets, your, meets your meal plan, guess what? You don't have to have six ounces. You could have three ounces of asparagus, three ounces of spinach, you know, two ounces of cucumbers and make yourself a medley medley of vegetables, have a huge plate of food and not lack anything. So, I mean, literally my goal is to make this not only taste better, you know, get more food so you don't, so you actually feel like you're not being deprived of anything cuz once you get rid of your 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 sugar craving and all the food cravings go away and you detox your body you're actually eating this really healthy food that's a complete round 12-inch plate of food that's com- that's plenty of food sometimes you can't even eat all of it and you'll be going. Wait a minute, this is really is not a diet. I mean, I got to get to eat this great healthy food, fruit. You're eating your, you know, six servings of fruit and vegetables a day, and getting your protein. And it's actually a weight. It's actually a diet you can live with. But just just increasing your portions a little bit as you move into phase three. And if you continue to do that, your habits, your eating habits, will be fantastic because you'll be doing all the food groups. You'll have cut out all the garbage, and you actually can stay healthy for life. So go back and download that protocol because literally it shows you how you can combine your foods so you can actually have more food. And um... and actually and actually have to make it delicious. And I like I said I cook with uh, organic extra virgin coconut oil. I one teaspoon of that and you saute onions and vet, your vegetables in there a little salt and pepper with your spices. It makes a whole world of difference, people. If you look at some of the dishes I put on YouTube um, that I'm loading up that we've made shrimp shrimp scampi and saute scallops and onions and all that kind of stuff and taco salad and you know I mean it's amazing stuff. And they, they look at the portions are absolutely huge. So, um, check it out. we got six minutes to see some hands up. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to assume that you did that on purpose. So, I'm going to unlock your caller. Uh, 3 is 804 687 5274. So, if you have a question, please shoot. I should have just unmuted you. Hold on. How are you? There you go. There you go. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Yes, hello. Can you hear me? I can. Oh. Ha-ha. Hi. This is Keisha Jones from Richmond, Virginia. How are you? Hi Keisha, how are you? I'm great. I What's got my on? ACG today so I'm very very awesome. super excited. Um awesome. a question about the gorge phase. What if you yeah. eat so much you like throw up? Um is that well, not a good thing or I'm not, not sure. That's not your goal. <laughs> yeah, the goal is not to eat. Them. I mean, I'm saying eat, gorge. I'm not, it's, I forget, pretend you're not at like one of those pie races where you got to slam down 15 pies and, and beat somebody and get sick to your stomach. I, I, I overemphasize it because I really want people, want people to realize that it's not about eating three square meals a day. It's literally about eating your three square meals, but choosing meals that you would not normally eat that are high in fat. But guess what? You, you may go, wow, I haven't had a hamburger in a long time. I haven't been at McDonald's and months or I haven't had a pizza or I haven't had Taco Bell or I haven't had lasagna or whatever. And then then you add the ice cream on top of that and you add the candy bar that you wouldn't normally have. I mean, just those things, you kind of go, you know what? I'm going to eat this. Go to the movie and have popcorn and have candy and have a soda. It's like three thousand calories. You know, I mean, oh, wow. do those things that you really don't get because I missed going to the movie and having popcorn. Man, it's like that was like <laughs> my biggest deal. So I add that in my load days. So that's what I'm talking about. I don't want you to get okay. sick to your stomach, but I I do want you to indulge yourself to where you feel that you've basically gotten it out of your system. Okay. Yes. Right. I was just—I think sick. frightened, I kinda. <laughs> Why it's weird how people trip out on the stage when if someone gives you a license to finally. You, know, you can't yell <laughs> this stuff all the time And when you get a license to do it. They're like, "Well, I'm not sure how I want to do this." Just uh-huh. yeah, I think Nike's got the best slogan in town. If you want to do anything, just do it. Okay? Just okay. go out there and just do it. Thank uh, we got you. three more minutes. We got one more hand up, Keisha, so I'm going to let you go. Thanks so much for your question. Good luck and call me if you need me, kind of thing, okay? I will. Thank you. All right, bro. You bet. All right, I got another hand up, and that's, I uh, looks like, is that Donna from Virginia again? Uh, yes, hand Colin. From- this is Wayne from Virginia. Brother Wayne from Virginia. How are you, Brother Wayne? I'm doing fine, brother Colin. My my question is kind of like from hearing the call tonight, I, I just would like to hear you just before you leave to speak a little bit more about the mindset because it seemed like to me once you change your mindset and you get in the mindset that you were talking about tonight, I think that's going to help uh, people like myself and us to be able to really go forward on, on the die once we actually change our mindset. I, I, I agree. I agree 100%, Wayne, and thank you for that that question, and I will touch on that again, and simply, I mean, you've heard it before, I'm not telling you anything new, but what the mind can perceive, the mind can achieve, and, I, and, I, and that's really important. I think as soon as you, if you're on this call, if you've listened to, if you've been on my blog, if you, even if you subscribed and opted in, there was something that took you there, there was some party that said, I want to know about this, I want to do this, and I'm skeptical or I'm scared or whatever, trust me, I was skeptical, of, but my desire outweighed my skepticism. And what ended up happening is I ended up living my reality. And I can't tell you in words what it feels like to run every day along the boardwalk and run without my shirt on and actually feel proud that I can do that with nothing flopping around and and may not feel like I have man boobs and and actually having a a, a decent physique that I'm proud of and just be able to do that because I would always cover up and pull my shirt away from my, my midsection. So... Really, the mind is a powerful thing. In these last two minutes, I mean, Deepak Chopra said it in these words, the reality you experience is a mirror image of your expectation. Trust me, if you don't believe believe in anything else, I promise you, with everything that I believe in, that if you take the step to take care of yourself and do this for you and only you and believe that it's whatever the image that you want to see at the end of this journey is the image that you will get, I promise you that your subconscious mind will deliver to you one hundred percent of the time what it is that you perceive in your mind. With ninety seconds I have them simply this. My ritual every every night is I say my prayers and I say my thank you and I say my blessings for the day is I also visualize the skin on my stomach tightening and tightening around my abs so I know that that the choices I make tomorrow will, will, because that's important to me now because I see them and it's like, why well, I don't want them to go away, so I, I want to continue to do that. But I actually did that the whole time, even though when it wasn't visible, when it didn't seem possible, I continued to do that, and my subconscious mind helped me make the decisions to to complete the protocol. I got 56 seconds, so I'm going to sign out before it cuts me off and tell you guys, God bless you. I believe in you. You can call me anytime, email me anytime. I'll always respond to your calls and your emails. It may take me a little bit longer now because 'cause I'm getting a ton of them, but I promise you I will. And I'm telling you, take 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 your doubt out of it and put into it what you said. Put into your make your experience your reality and your, with your expectations. Like Deepak Chopra says, God bless you, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care, bye bye. Okay, did you end it? Thank you, There, thank you. Oh.